It's time for another LA Kings fan feedback show. We'll hear your thoughts on the Kings goaltending for this year, what Pierre-Luc Dubois' impact could be with the team this season, and Gabe Velarde's comments about LA. All on this edition of Locked on LA Kings. You are Locked on Kings, your daily podcast on the Los Angeles Kings. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Kings fans, welcome to Locked On LA Kings, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On LA Kings your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts. We'd love for you to leave us a positive comment on Apple Podcasts if you're a fan of the show. And we're also on YouTube. Please like and subscribe if you're enjoying this content. I'm Eddie Garcia, your host of Locked On LA Kings. I've worked in sports media for almost 30 years. 20-plus years of the Fox Sports Radio Network. I'm also co-host of the Puck Podcast. It's a weekly NHL review show that's been putting out content now for the past 17 years and also a passionate LA Kings fan for the past 30 years. It is time for another Kings fan feedback show. We've got lots of questions and comments to get to, so let's get right in it. And as usual, we start with the emails, and we uh, had several emails again this week. We start with an email from Nick. Now, Nick did not include his location, and if you have watched some of these Feedback shows before, you know that that means I get to guess where he is. And usually the way it works is whatever the first letter of your name is, uh, that's the city I pick. So we're going to go with Nick in Northridge. Uh, Nick says, I've been a fan since 1992, and the Kings have always had a tough team as long as I can remember. Remember, As a season ticket holder, uh, I was at most of the games this past season, and I could say that I have never seen a Kings team get bullied as much as they did this past year. The Kings traded my favorite player, Brendan Lemieux, brought in Zach McEwen, and then let him go. Edmonton bullied us in the playoffs two years in a row. A fourth line of Grundstrom, Lazat, and Lewis isn't exactly intimidating the opposition. Hopefully, uh, Andreas England can can have a few good games. Brant Clark was targeted a bit in his brief showing last year. Drew Doughty had Sean O'Donnell as his D partner watching his back when he was first drafted. Hoping the Kings make a move for a tougher player this year. Vegas and Florida were loaded with grit and players that can punish you like Haig, Colasar, Gudis, Lombard, Bennett. Uh, Kings don't have any players like this, sadly. It's almost embarrassing that the toughest player in the organization is a 20-year-old Finnish player in Ontario, Hellenius, a 19-year-old college player in Sparks, and an 18-year-old junior player in Zemer. Keep up the good work. Uh, thank you for the email, Nick. Uh, Nick, you are not the only Kings fan that has chimed in on occasion on this subject. Um, and I certainly would agree. The Kings are not an overly physical team. Um, they don't have anyone on the roster currently. That is really, uh, somebody that's going to go out and hit people like a Dustin Brown. Um, and certainly I don't know that there's anyone on the team. That's any kind of an intimidator. Um, but I, I also think, you know, you've been a fan, you said since the nineties and, and you know, the game's evolving and changing. It's more about speed and skill. And I'm not saying that grit isn't important and toughness isn't important. That's always going to be an element of hockey that is important, but I don't think that it's quite as important or is as, you know, as it was maybe back in the day, right. Where every team had maybe an enforcer to protect players and things like that. That's just not the way the game is anymore. And for some fans like you, maybe that's uh, something that you're not excited about. I personally, and I look, I got into the to, into the sport of hockey and became a Kings fan in the '90s as well. I'm okay with the game going in the direction it's going in. I'm okay in it being all about you know sp- speed and skill and and more goals and all that kind of stuff. 
Um, but yeah, I, 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 you're right. It's there still needs to be some grit. Uh, the Kings, I would look. I'm not going to be opposed to the Kings uh, getting players that can provide that kind of role a little bit more. Um, I've heard Pierre Luc Dubois plays with a bit of an edge. Um, you know, bringing back Trevor Lewis. Now he's certainly not an intimidator, but he plays gritty, blocks shots, and does those kinds of things. Um, so sure, we could use some more of that. But um, I don't know about the whole we're getting pushed around too much. I, I honestly, I really don't agree that we lost to the Oilers two years in a row because they were tougher or they pushed us around. Uh, we lost to the Oilers because of Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl and this year because of their power play. So again, could we get bigger, stronger, tougher, and I'd be fine with that? Of course, but um, I'm not, I don't think it's a priority. I don't see the Kings going out and bringing in a Brendan Lemieux type of player at some point this season, but we shall see. Uh, this comes from Scott in Simi Valley, and he is from Simi Valley. I didn't make it up. You know, Scott, Simi Valley. I didn't make that up. Uh, he says, hey, Eddie, uh, nice goalkeeper show. Talking about the show we had on Monday about the goaltenders present, future, and past. He says, as a fan who has seen both Rogi Vashon and Jonathan Quick's entire careers in a King sweater, I need to put my two cents in for Rogi Vashon. Not at the expense of Jonathan Quick, mind you but I do feel like a lot of fans who are so adamant to crown quick as the best Kings player, frankly, never saw Rogi play. Rogi Vachon robbed just as many shooters of high percentage shots per game as anyone ever has in a Kings jersey and played behind some relatively porous defenses, all with all this with smaller pads and equipment of the 70s. Old tape can be found on YouTube for the curious. Uh, for example, we can see Kings players carrying the puck right up the middle from behind Rogi's net directly into waiting opposing forwards, resulting in numerous turnovers in the crease and point blank chances against. This was part of NHL hockey back in the 70s. How many teams in today's game do we see players attempt this to skate the puck out of the crowded defensive zone right through their own goalie crease? Uh, who do I rate as best? I rate Quick as LA's best uh, for his incredible Stanley Cup winning performances. Um, and Rogi would be. 1B. So he says quick is 1A, Rogi would be 1B. But keep in mind, I did not see Rogi in Montreal when he helped the Cavs win the Stanley Cup. Uh, let me tell you, Rogi Vashon was the most entertaining, though perhaps not the very best LA keeper ever. And in the first, uh, and the first king who got thunderous applause at the old forum, and you could hear the echo and the shake of Rogi, Rogi, Rogi. Rogi Vashon is my favorite Kings keeper ever. And the gap between him and the King's best keeper of all time, Jonathan Quick, in my humble opinion, is a lot narrower than, po than post-Vashon fans think. Thanks again for the show. Uh, and thank you, Scott, for the email. And it's hard for me to argue with anyone who saw both Jonathan Quick and Rogi Vashon play. I did not see Rogi Vashon play uh, in real live games. That was before my time. I have seen some of the highlights. Um, I did watch a video of Rogi uh, that they played for his Hall of Fame induction. And I, I still, I know that goalies played without masks, but I still, when I see it, it still blows my mind that that they actually played without masks. And if you go back and watch that video, I'm talking about Rogi Vachon is like really low to the ice. Like he's trying to see through legs so he can see the pocket. He's, it's almost like he's putting his face out there. Uh, you know, he's not afraid, that's for sure. And uh, unbelievable. So, all due respect to Rogi Vachon, um, I still feel really confident about my opinion that Jonathan Quick is the best goalie in Kings history. And I mean, you're saying it as well, but you're saying it's, it's a little bit closer than maybe people want to want to admit. And again, I totally respect your opinion as somebody who's seen both play. And you are right about, right about the equipment, although you could also talk about how 
the sticks that, that shooters have nowadays are so much better than they were back in the day that that's an advantage for the shooters. So goalies have to make more difficult saves than they did back in the day. I don't think there's any question that the goaltender position in, in professional hockey is better than it's ever been in the history of the sport. Um, I think absolutely Rogi played for some pretty bad teams. Quick played for some pretty good teams. So there's that element to it as well. But just the style of play of the modern goalie as opposed to the stand-up goalies back in Rogi's day, it's really apples and oranges when you compare it. Um, but no, Rogi Bashan uh, is a Kings legend and uh, really appreciate you uh, chiming in. And by the way, Scott, I did see your email. You had asked a, a question about uh, Daryl Evans. I didn't see it until after I had recorded that interview. So sorry I did not get your question in for Daryl Evans, but thank you for emailing again this week. Uh, this comes from Robert in Hawthorne. He says, uh, Dear Eddie, as you know, I'm an everydayer or every other dare. Uh, do you think the Kings will be one of the top scoring teams in the league with the addition of Pierre Luc Dubois? And uh, do you do we still have Campe, Fiala, Arbitz, and Kopitar and second tier scorers like the No Kaliev and maybe Thousand Oaks native Trevor Moore? Appreciate your work. Well, thank you, Robert. Um, I don't know that I see the Kings jumping up uh, to be like a top five scoring team this year. I think they could be better than they were last year uh, with Pierre-Luc Dubois. Uh, if we can see Arthur Kaliev fill in uh, and take up some of the production that we lose with Gabe Velarde, if Brant Clark can come in and be the guy that Sean Dursey was, which I think he can be, I think the Kings could be a little bit better offensively. They were ranked 10th in the NHL in goals per game last year. I could see maybe eight maybe seventh, something like that. But I don't think it would be a, a, a big jump uh, in, in goal scoring uh, to see them be in the top five or the top three or anything like that. But we'll see. Hopefully, that would be great. And the power play still has to be as good as it was a year ago, and hopefully that will be the case, but you never know. We've got some more emails to get to in just a moment here on Locked on LA Kings, your team every day. But I want to let you know that uh, you can get your first swings at betting on Major League Baseball on FanDuel and get 10 times your first bet amount in bonus bets up to $200. That's right. Just to bet 20 bucks and you will land $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. That's $200 you can use betting on anything from the money line to the over-under to who you think might hit the first home run of the game, all on an app that is safe, secure, and super easy to use. Plus, when you win, you get paid instantly. There is no better place to bet on Major League Baseball than FanDuel, America's number one sports book. So sign up today and visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get up to $200 in bonus bets. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on. FanDuel, official partner of Major League Baseball. All right, let's get to a few more emails. This one comes from Edwin, and he is in parts unknown. So Edwin is in Encino. Uh, he says, uh, one Ed to another, greetings. Uh, love watching you always and your reporting on the Kings. First off, I had a one, the wonderful honor of meeting you after game the game four loss to the Oilers. I do remember that, uh, Edwin. Yes, you were. I, I was in the press box and you were like in the, the, the front row of the lower bowl down there and you came over and said hi. So I absolutely do remember that. Uh, he says, I'm looking forward to the season, which is around the corner. However, I have a lot of concerns. First off is our head coach Todd McClellan. Todd reminds me of Terry Murray, a coach who developed a young Brown Kopitar, Dowdy Quick. However, he couldn't take them past the first round. It took a coaching change to Daryl Sutter for the Kings to break through and the rest, as they say, is history with two cups. I'm wondering if the Kings are in the same situation. And also another concern I have is goaltending. The Kings are in a transition phase with the GOAT, Jonathan Quick, my favorite all-time King, 
And the Kings are searching for the next franchise goalie. Copley and Talbot are solid, however, not elite goalies to me that can take over and maybe carry a team uh, for borderline wins. I will say I was at development camp for the Kings and I saw some promising talent for the future in net. Along with Brant Clark, I will say the Kings did a nice job of upgrading our center position with Pierre-Luc Dubois, despite his baggage. So now the Kings have a possible four lines deep with talent and a solid decor. Goaltending me, and along with coaching, is just the question mark for me. On a side note, I know your wife, Karen. You have a wonderful and nice wife, and she is very cool. She and I are big Chargers fans. Keep up the good work. Hoping the Kings may have continued success and go Kings go. Well, thank you uh, for that, Edwin. Uh, yes, my wife is pretty cool. Uh, she, How cool is she? Uh, her birthday is Saturday. Happy birthday, Karen. Uh, and I'm playing in my adult beer league hockey team game on Saturday, on her birthday, instead of going out to dinner with, with her. She said, well, we can, we can go out to dinner on Sunday instead. And and that's not a trick, by the way. You know, you may be thinking, oh, your wife just says that, but she doesn't mean it. No, she's actually totally cool with it. So uh, that's how cool she is. Uh, as far as Todd McClellan goes, uh, I, I share your concerns. Um, I, I think that there is... I think we could see a repeat of what happened with Terry Murray, quite frankly. I hope I'm wrong. I like Todd McClellan. I hope he can get the job done. He's obviously been a coach in this league for a long time, has yet to win a Stanley Cup. And I think there is maybe something to him getting the Kings to a certain point, but maybe there's another coach that needs to be brought in to kind of get him over the hump. We shall see. He's going into the final year of his contract. He has not been signed to an extension. I think the Kings are going to let this season play out and see how it goes, and, and maybe decide to make a move after the season. If we don't see progress uh, with the Kings advancing in the playoffs, I think that will be the end of Todd McClellan's reign in Los Angeles, but we shall see. And the goaltending, sure, I agree with you. Um, it's it's kind of cobbled together a bit. I like Copley. I like Talbot. I think they can get the job done with a good, solid team in front of them, but uh, it is it is a concern. I get it. Our final email comes from Jim in Lakewood. And he says, totally disagree with anyone who feels Gabe Velarde was dissing L.A. Obviously, Los Angeles is one of the most important cities in the world for so many things, including sports. Hockey? Well, no. Uh, it will always not be as crazy as the North, be it Canada or the Northern United States, about our sport, no matter how much we deny that. Look at Jonathan Quick or any other hockey player that plays here. They know that and they actually like it because they don't get bugged like they do in a Canadian market. There are drawbacks, of course, because it's not as important as it is in other cities, but it's a trade-off like any other type of job. I'm sure players like playing here for a lot of reasons, and I'm sure players like playing in the northern part of the United States and uh, other, other, uh, for other reasons. Uh, that young man, talking about Gabe Velarde, is a polite, professional, and classy guy. He's just talking about his new life, not dissing the old one. Bottom line, he didn't mean it in a bad way, so I wish everyone would stop saying that. The only people that say that I have uh, that the only people that say that I have seen are people who have never lived in a hockey crazed city. So stop it, y'all. Uh, P.S. Is anyone going to the Kings Rangers game at Madison Square Garden on December 10th? I will uh, go Kings go. Um, yeah, Jim, um, real quick. Uh, I think I've mentioned this. I don't know if I mentioned this on the show or not. Um, we're my wife and I, you may, I mentioned it earlier. She's a huge Los Angeles Chargers fan. She actually got Justin Herbert's autograph on her jersey at training camp the other day, so an early birthday present for her. Um, but we're going to the Chargers-Jets game in New York coming up in November, and I'm actually going to go to the Garden to see a hockey game as well. I'm going to go see the Rangers-Hurricanes game. Already got the tickets. Really excited to check out 
uh, Madison Square Garden. I've never been to New York before, so that's going to be pretty cool. And if you're if you happen to be going to the Kings Rangers game, you could meet up with Jim if you'd like. Um, first of all, I should uh, point out that Jim is, I believe, a native of Boston. Uh, so he is coming from one of those places that does look down their nose at some other places like Los Angeles. And uh, look, I've never, I didn't grow up in one of those cities, so I'm coming in, coming at it from a different perspective. And I think the whole Gabe Velarde discussion wasn't so much that Gabe said something really horrible or that he's some kind of a bad guy. I think it's just that whole discussion and attitude of some people like Jim who were born in a certain place. And they feel like if you're from a certain point on the map, then that makes you a better hockey fan. I totally disagree with that. I understand the realities of, uh, like I said, hockey in certain places, Boston, Minnesota, you know, obviously Canadian markets. I get that it's covered more. There's more interest in it on the whole. Um, but again, I, I think my thing with the with the Gabe Velarde comment was just more of a commentary on that attitude that oh, original six team they're better fans than non-traditional markets or Canadian fans are better than fans in a certain place because they didn't grow up with the game. I don't buy that. I think you can have great fans anywhere. Um, certainly there are circumstances around how that can happen as far as having successful franchises, having well-run organizations, all that kind of thing. But uh, I, again, I'm from LA. Jim's from Boston. We're coming at it from different views, obviously. Uh, let us get to a couple of the YouTube comments. Uh, we uh, are going to talk about some of the comments from our episode on Monday where we talked about Kings goalies of the present, future, and past. Uh, this one comes from Caro Caro7328. He says, Eddie, very excited about Eric Portillo, who I think is going to be an amazing goaltender for the Kings and for sure uh, the future starting in goal for a long time and a couple of Stanley Cups to go with that. Well, uh, Caro, Caro, from your lips to God's ears, I would, I hope that's the case. Uh, I, I don't know that I'm quite as optimistic as you are, but I, I am very, very curious to see how Eric Portillo does with the Ontario Reign this year. Uh, and I think that, you know, he's a guy who's got a lot of talent, got a lot of great size. As far as his career to this point, it's been outstanding at the University of Michigan. So really looking forward to see him hopefully having a solid year this year in Ontario and hopefully he can just progress from there. Uh, this comes from DJ DW3GL. Uh, he says, I've seen a lot of Kings goalies come and go, but I was a really big fan of Felix Potvin. Felix the Cat. Yeah, it's funny. Uh, when I first became a Kings fan, he was in net for the Toronto Maple Leafs when the Kings met the Leafs in uh, the Western Conference Finals, believe it or not, back in the day with the way the things were aligned. Uh, and that was, you know, Gretzky had, he said, his greatest game ever, the Game 7 at Maple Leaf Gardens where he had the hat trick. And Felix Potvin was in net for the Maple Leafs. So my first hockey experiences, I remember Felix Potvin being the goalie for the Toronto Maple Leafs. But he did come to L.A. and he had some pretty good years. And frankly, you look, we talked about the Kings list of goalies, the greatest goalies in Kings history. He's certainly in the top 10, um, probably top five, actually. But, I mean, thinking about it, there, there's not, maybe we do a show on that one day the greatest goalies in Kings history. Cause we know like the top three or so. Uh, but then after that, it gets a little thin, but Felix, the cat definitely is in there. Uh, this comes from Ricky Hazel, 1030. He says, Hey, uh, he says the LA Kings seventh round pick Nick Dowd is from Alabama. Pretty positive. He is the only player born in Alabama to play in the NHL that this is a comment coming because Cam Talbot uh, played college hockey at the university of Alabama Huntsville. 
and how rare that was. Uh, he says, on Talbot, I'm not worried L.A. is a much better defensive team than they were in Ottawa last season, and it wouldn't surprise me if he is a is in the Vesna conversation. Conversely, uh, I wouldn't be the least bit surprised if he was backing up Riddich and Copley in the AHL. Goaltending is a question, but I'm not worried because of what's in front of the goalies that we have. Um, well, that would be quite the uh, quite the contrast. <laughs> Cam Talbot could either be in the conversation with the best goalie in the NHL this year, or he could be in the AHL. Um, I'm guessing, frankly, that neither of those is the case. Uh, I can't see him being in the best in the conversation. I also can't see him playing in the AHL. I think it's him and Copley pretty clearly as the two goalies. And that, but then again, we talked about it. We thought last year was going to be quick and Peterson, and that obviously was not the case. Uh, we got some more YouTube comments to get to in just a second here on Locked on LA Kings, your team every day. I need to let you know that today's show is brought to you by our friends at AG1. Uh, with one delicious scoop of AG1, you are absorbing absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. The special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging. AG1 contains less than one gram of sugar, costs you less than $3 a day, and it's one scoop in a cup of water. That's it. No need for a million different pills or supplements to look out for your health. If a comprehensive solution is what you need from your supplement routine, then try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com slash NHL network. That's drinkag1.com slash NHL network. All right, we have some more comments on the YouTube episodes to get to, and this is on Gabe Velarde and his comments about LA not being maybe a, quite the hockey market that we all think it is. Uh, this comes from Christian J. Peralta, 5016. He says, I always felt like Gabe Velarde wasn't happy, felt like he should be playing top six and he could be justified in that, but it wasn't going to happen with the LA Kings. I felt like he felt like he got the short end of the stick. A new start will be good for Gabe. He's going to do well. I like our 3D phenomenal center. Uh, so, I think I think going forward, I think you could be right. I think that Gabe Velarde going into this coming season with the Kings probably felt like he had earned a bigger role, and maybe he's now going to get that in Winnipeg, probably going to be a top six forward in Winnipeg. So we'll see. I don't know if he was unhappy. Um, actually, I think this year he was very happy, right? We, it was talked about how his attitude had really changed uh, coming from the previous seasons of this season where he just kind of said, you know what, I'm just going to let it all kind of hang out and see what happens. Forget about the injuries of the past. Forget about everything else. Forget about changing positions from center to wing. I'm just going to go out there and play my game and whatever happens, happens. And it definitely worked out for him. So hopefully that can be the case for him uh, going forward. Uh, this comes from uh, Mean Mr. Mustard 7042. Uh, and he says about Velarde, I think he's just a misunderstood personality, not warm and fuzzy. Reminds me of Jason Allison in that regard. Uh, not the type of guy to go out of his way to say things softly, dry and to the point, and a little dull. Uh, not a bad guy. Like you said, it's just lazy with words. And I don't mind it. Not sure why we're so sensitive when he's lazy with his words, and yet we don't hear anything at all about him praising Todd McClellan for helping him grow as a player during his interview on the NHL Network a couple of days ago. Well, I'm, I, look, if you want to uh, go check out Gabe Velarde's interview, 
uh, with the media in its entirety. Like I said, it's available online. And look, he, he, he didn't, I don't want to try and portray that Gabe Velarde was kind of going out of his way to say anything bad about the LA Kings. Um, he just had a comment about uh, LA not be not caring about hockey. And again, it just, I thought it was an opportunity to kind of talk about that attitude of, you know, non-traditional hockey markets, places on the map and just assuming, oh, they don't care about hockey there and so on and so forth. So um, yeah, he, 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 I'm sure he had some good things to say about the Kings. He did say that the uh, Kings fans were loyal. I think he enjoyed his time in LA, but now he's getting a bigger chance and a better opportunity to play somewhere else. He's going back to Canada. And if that's a big deal for him, then best of luck for him in that regard. This comes from Dennis P. Fister, 8277. He says, I think that Velarde is sore about leaving LA. Where would you prefer to play? Sunny LA or miserably cold Winnipeg? I think LA wins that competition. Now, I admit hockey is not the most popular sport in LA, but the Kings do have a passionate and loyal fan base. I love hockey, and the Kings are my favorite team. Uh, go, Kings, go. Yeah, I don't think, and again, I'm not trying to make the argument the Kings are the biggest deal in Los Angeles, but but also, as I mentioned on the show, we got a lot of options here. There are a lot of things to do and a lot of teams to see. And, you know, look, the Lakers and the Dodgers have uh, grown roots here in Los Angeles for various different reasons. Uh, for the Lakers, obviously, winning their titles and being kind of the team of the 80s. Uh, the Dodgers, you certainly had Fernando Mania and kind of really getting hold of the Latino fan base here. In Los Angeles, uh, those two organizations uh, have done a great job uh, in being competitive pretty much year in and year out. Uh, the Kings have had their ups and downs. They've had their dry spells, but I think the Kings definitely have their place in L.A. I think they're, as you said, there are definitely very loyal, passionate hockey fans here in Los Angeles, and and that uh, we should keep an eye on that or not lose sight of that fact. Uh, and uh, our final uh, Gabe Velarde comment comes from caddy 8367 he says as a canadian i don't think velarde was trying to say american fans are as good but it comes down to the city itself not being as good of a hockey town everywhere you go in canada you hear people talking about their team or hockey in general during work at lunch at the bar etc i work construction and i hear at least five or six conversations a day of people talking about hockey in general how much does that happen in la no th that's Yes, of course. You're right. And I, I, I've been to Canada once. I went to Vancouver and it blew me away because I went into a sports bar and every TV had hockey on. And you can go to uh, the restaurant right next to Crypto.com Arena right on a game day when the Kings are playing and all the TVs are not on hockey. You've still got like basketball and other things going on as well. So I get it. Um, but uh, like I said, I just... I hate that assumption that just because you're from a certain area that's maybe warmer or whatever the case may be, that you're not going to find passionate hockey fans uh, in those areas because there, there is that. Again, Vegas is a great example of that, obviously. Uh, and I think we have one final comment. This comes from Big Lebowski, 3961. And he's talking about the Pierre-Luc Dubois move and where it ranks as far as the biggest moves in the NHL this offseason. He says... Dubois' trade was definitely the biggest move of the summer. Not only was it a blockbuster, but also improved the Kings immensely down the middle, something that has been their biggest weakness the last few seasons. I also found the Toffoli edition by the Devils intriguing. Devils versus Kings rematch of the 2010-2012 Stanley Cup? Question mark. He said that would be something. Well, I'd be all in favor of that. 
but I will say this, the New Jersey Devils of uh, the past are not the New Jersey Devils of the present. That is a fun, young, fast offensive team. Uh, nothing like the old school Devils that uh, you may or may not have known with Martin Brodeur and Scott Stevens and those types of guys. Hey, I want to thank everyone who took the time to email or to post comments on YouTube. Uh, this show obviously is not possible without your feedback. Uh, and even if you didn't, or even if I didn't read your comments um, on the YouTube channel, all those comments, all those likes, uh, it really helps the show get recognized. So I thank everyone who took part in uh, giving some form of feedback uh, this past week or this past season as well. Uh, coming up next week on Monday show, we're going to have a special feature that I'm working on Wednesday. Uh, Jared Schaffron of the Ontario rain is scheduled to stop by, talk about the upcoming rookie camp and the rookie tournament that's going to be played in Las Vegas and which rain players we should be keeping an eye on this coming season. And of course we'll cap it off with another fan feedback show next Friday. The email address, if you'd like to send an email at any time, locked on Eddie at gmail.com. E-D-D-I-E, LockedOnEddie at gmail.com. would love for you to stay connected with the show by following us on Twitter and Instagram. That is at LockedOnLAKings. I'm Eddie Garcia. Thank you, as always, for listening and watching this episode of Locked On LA Kings, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Have a great weekend. We'll talk to you on Monday. And as always, go Kings go.